The best gifts are not material, but spiritual, not temporal, but eternal, and not earthly, but heavenly. In the book of Ephesians, we discover a rich list of what God has given to His children. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open this portion of Scripture and take inventory of all spiritual blessings that are ours in Christ. All right, I need all of you grammar teachers to listen very closely today because today we're going to look at a run-on sentence. And before you get too critical of it, I want you to know it's, it's not my run-on sentence and it's not somebody else's run-on sentence. This is God's run-on sentence. We're in Ephesians chapter number 1, and we are beginning our look of all spiritual blessings that we have uh, scattered throughout this beautiful book of Ephesians. And uh, I want to point something out to you today that is just striking to me. Did you know that in Ephesians chapter 1, if you begin in verse 3, from verse 3 all the way down to verse number 14, in the language of Paul's day, in the language that Paul wrote in, Ephesians 1, 3 to 14, is one continuous run-on sentence. Now, why would that be? Why start a sentence in verse number 3 that continues all the way down to verse number 14? Well, I want to read the run-on sentence with you today. It's a lengthy portion, but we're going to read it all together because I want you to get the big picture of it. I want you to understand why it all goes together, and then I'm going to tell you why God gave it this way. Listen to Ephesians chapter 1, beginning in verse number 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us under the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, unto the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. Now, friends, that is a mouthful. Can you imagine one continuous sentence beginning in Paul's language from verse 3 and continuing all the way down through verse number 14? And by the way, notice the last word of the sentence. Did you notice what it led to? Glory. It begins with the grace of God, but it ends with glory. It, it begins with all of the spiritual blessings 
that come to us through the Lord Jesus, but it ends with us praising God to the praise of his glory. And from beginning to end, these verses, this one great divine run-on sentence has one thing in common. It points out to us, I believe, the chief spiritual blessing, the number one blessing. Uh, May I summarize this run-on sentence with one great blessing? It is this, we have been made part of the family of God. What does that mean to you? That you're related to God, that the Lord Jesus made a way so that you could come into a right relationship to the Lord. We'll come back to this thought, but did you notice the Father is there? All these, all these uh, Father terms. Did you notice the Son is there? Did you notice the Holy Spirit is there? The divine family, the, the triune God, the Godhead, all three members of the Godhead mentioned in these verses, and we have been brought into a relationship with God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, and because of that, with one another. In fact, I would challenge you, read this passage again on your own. Read it out loud sometime today. Perhaps you may even want to read it on your knees somewhere in a quiet place, and and read it with a pen in hand, and mark all of the family terms that are used here, Uh, the adoption, uh, the, the privilege we have to have access to God, to be made accepted in the Beloved, Oh, let's just stop and bless the Lord today. What are we going to bless the Lord for today? We're going to bless the Lord today because we have been made members of the family of God. And I can't think of anything more precious, more powerful, uh, more wonderful than that. You see, family was God's idea from the very beginning. From the Garden of Eden, family was God's idea. We're told in Scripture that it is God who sets the solitary in families. And I know, especially in the world we're living in right now, there are so many broken families and hurting families. And for the record, there are no perfect families. Every family has its issues and problems, and maybe your family is going through a hard time right now. Or maybe you're not even with your family. Or maybe your family has forsaken you. David said, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Could I simply point out to you today that God made a way so that every person who will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved can be a part of the greatest family in the world, and that is the family of God. It's an amazing thought to think that God would bring us near, not not keep us at a distance. You know, I have a friend who's working uh, with religious people in another part of the world, pointing them to Christ, and he said to me not long ago, the concept that these people have of God is of some distant, angry God someone that is far off from them. Well, the God of the Bible is the exact opposite. He came near to us to bring us near to him. My dad, my earthly dad, he's a good father, and I want to be. I've had a lot of failures as a dad. Uh, But I will tell you this, whether you had a good father or maybe your father was not a good father, God, our heavenly father, is always good. The first time he's mentioned as fathers in Exodus 4 as Israel's father And he's not really known as our father until the son came to make him known. But when the perfect son came, when the the only begotten son came, the well-beloved son came, then he made a way so that his father could be our father. In, In fact, do you remember in John chapter 20 when Jesus came out of the grave and he was appearing to to those women? What did he say to them? In John chapter 20 and verse number 17, he said, Go tell my brethren... I ascend unto my Father and your Father, and to my God and 
your God. Do you see how the Lord Jesus Christ himself made a way so that his Father could now be our Father? And because he is our Father, we have a family. The first great spiritual blessing is that we have been made part of the family of God. And I want to just pause right now and thank the Heavenly Father for opening the door. I want to thank the Lord Jesus for making a way that we could come into the Father's house. I want to thank the Holy Spirit for bringing all of of the Father's resources to bear in our life. Do you see how we have come into heavenly places and all the heavenly resources now have been made accessible to us? We're going to come back to this block of Scripture, verses 3 through 14, one more time and uh, in the next study. And I want to challenge you before then, read it and meditate on it for yourself. There's something I want to point out to you about all these spiritual blessings. But for now, let's suffice it to say, bless the Lord, we have been made part of the family of God. Isn't it amazing what God has made available for His people? Our sincere prayer is that you will discover all that God has for you and be led to true thanksgiving, worship, and praise. Join us again next time as we continue our study of the Word of God. Until then, thank you for listening. We would love to hear how God is at work in your heart and home. Visit us today at enjoyingthejourney.org.